And I'll tell you guys since we're, since we're all friends. Every character I write has a piece of me in them. Hi, I'm Lee Bardugo. You're listening to The Grisha Cast. Welcome to GrishaCast, episode 164. In this episode, we will be reviewing Hellbent chapters 39 through 41. This is your host, Eric. And I'm Terry from Nashville, Tennessee. This is your podcast for all things Grishaverse. A world created by our personal shepherd, Lee Bardugo. Moisa Vieni Kester. I love it when people created things. Created things. Yeah. I created a la la la. Created it. Yep. I I didn't do my um my speaking exercises. Is that what I was trying to say? My <laughs> me, warm me, up? me warm up. Thank yes, you. Yeah. You're welcome. Did not do my warm up today. But we do have cities. We do. <laughs> you almost said what we I say. know. Uh, <laughs> first we have Sugar City, Idaho. Oh, that sounds sweet. <laughs> I know. What a great pun. Oh, my gosh. And then we're going to Elk Grove Village, Illinois. Wow. We're staying in America today. We are. We haven't done that in a while. No, we haven't. I really don't know the last time we did. It kind of threw me off a little bit. I know. I I felt the same way, but... We didn't need our passports today. We did not. Nope. Put those... That was like the chuggiest, cringiest thing like I could have (laughs) said right there. I apologize. Well, you didn't say... That's sweet after Sugar City, <laughs> Idaho, like I did. We're just owning the Chuki today. It's fine. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to let the puns pun. Yep. I like exactly. puns. I like the word pun. It's fun. Anyways, um, I'm not Dr. Seuss. Oh, God. So I um, completely, I don't know what I was doing in the beginning. I was... I think because we've switched things around. No, yes, the beginning of time. (laughs) When? In the beginning, Terry. (laughs) Me. (laughs) And then there was light. And then there was the Grisha cast. Um, I don't know if it's because we took a break last week or it's because Mm. we're in a different, like, scenario here, like, physicality-wise. I was like, oh, yeah, I got to say things. Yeah, it's okay. We got to say things. We say things together. I was just watching you because I don't think I've ever really gotten to watch you. Maybe at the very beginning, but it's been a while. So I'm just watching you and I was like, oh, cool. Oh, yep. It's making things easier though. It is. Because I don't have to like try to look at I'm not looking at at you on the monitor. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I would sometimes like slant my eyes like this way and I'd try to look at you over there. But yeah, we're, um, for those of you just listening, probably the majority of you, um, and for the seven, nine people that are watching the video, you can see that we have a new little setup here. And actually it's, it's nice because it's good to change and make, make little changes. So we're just in a little new, new setup. And it's fun to actually see each other because it's hard sometimes to like talk at an angle, talk at an angle. angle. Yes. Talk at an angle. An obtruse angle um, or an acute angle in our case. Probably. Uh, (laughs) We are cute. Wow. (laughs) It's going to be, listen, 
<laughs> I have celiac. In case I have not said that, I've been glutened two days in a row this week. And I don't know. The people that have celiac will 100% know what that means. But um, for those of you that do not have the blessing of being a celiac, it messes with your brain. So um, I have a pregnant stomach and a crampy tummy and a brain that is not functioning. So it's going to be a weird one. And we had this whole different thing going on. So know. who knows what's going to happen? We really threw you off completely. <laughs> I mean, you are a, definitely a lost little pony. Oh, I'm a lost pony. Wow. This is, wow. Because I get to see your ears and your I unicorn know. thing. Like, I, you got that while we were at the other set. So, mm-hmm. I mean, sitting at that angle, I didn't really get to see how cute it is. <laughs> I just staring at the, staring at your knob. Oh. That's what I keep on thinking. But it's a. Well, that's what she said. Um, It's cute. I, every time I like look in the monitor and see them, I think about the last time we interviewed Lee and about how I should have been wearing something else because I think it threw her off because I was wearing an Alex costume and she was like, it's unicorn Alex. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) I messed up. (laughs) I'm not unicorn Alex. I didn't think of that until you just said that. Yeah. that's because I just am used to seeing you mm-hmm. with these on. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Probably, yeah, we we just throw people off. We're throwing ourselves off. We throw Lee off. It's okay. We're just throwing everyone. We are. But, um, hey, it is what it is. Is it? It is. It has to be. <laughs> I'm trying to... Th- so, yeah, we took a, a break last week. I can't remember why. We had a really good reason, though. Storm. Storm. That's, that always seems to happen. That's right. It really was. Yeah. At first I was like, oh my God, are we lying? No, I'm not. I just can't think. But yeah, we did have a storm and mm-hmm. that happens around here often during... Here the- lately, yeah. We've been getting some, some doozies. We have. Yeah. And we just have to, just for the safety of all of us and Terry driving here, we don't want anybody driving in storms that look bad and... Even though usually these threats sometimes seem to completely die out when they get to actually where the studio is. or I always laugh at that. Like they are, they will like dart straight for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here it's, it's coming. <laughs> and then it like will start spreading out and it'll either divert north and south and go on or it'll just kind of like spread out and become weaker and then I don't know how I feel about that because then I'm like, okay, well, in one instance, it's good because right. I'm out of danger, but then it's not good because I've just spent the last two hours watching this thing, getting ready, getting my safe space ready, making sure everyone's ready to go. My shoes are in there. My bra's in there. Like, we're ready to go. And then, nope. Nope. And it's almost like a letdown. It is. I feel But then I have to remind down. myself, like, but we're safe. I really like storms because yes. they're just, they're fun. I mean, I, and I'm saying this also knowing that they are very dangerous and you have to be very careful and people like, I mean, I know that there have been thousands of people die every year from weather and it's not a funny thing or a fun thing. I guess I'm trying yeah. to say, like I'm saying this. Anyways, I enjoy storms. Mm-hmm. And I like, I mean, even though like they are dangerous, I'm not going to be a like 
a storm chaser or anything. Although I did want to after I watched Twister when I was oh, younger. Oh, didn't everybody? I think we all wanted to. I think to. it hit us at the right age where <laughs> it was just this thrilling thing where you have no fear at that uh, age, you know? So I was like, that's awesome and fun. And it was something yeah. that we could do too, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, just going to see like a Twister from like, you know, kind of far away if you are happen to be where they were, which is like, I don't know, the fields. <laughs> I just feel like it was safer. <laughs> okay. Um, I've gotten yes, the brain the fog fields. that you have. Because um, we spent our time in the fields, yeah. not in the no. suburbs. Yeah. <laughs> I really hope that they remake that movie for some reason. I thought they were. I thought they were doing like a... I've heard. Twist or something. It's not the... Well, I, they've done the... There was a Twister 2. Was it really? Yeah, but I I think I might have watched a little bit of it, but I I think they were doing something else. I hear rumors, but yeah. I also like, I don't know. I just think that was such a fun movie. I, I love that movie. I think of like the classic movies that were really big when we were growing up. Um, that was huge when it hit the theaters. And then at Jurassic Park was massive. massive. Well, that had like... An amazing soundtrack too. It did. The score it still and, uh, has an yes, amazing. it's amazing. It's beautiful. Um, the Nashville Symphony sometimes does it, and it's yeah, it's awesome. I'd it was really well it. done. Yeah, it is really neat. And I love Sam Neill. Yes, movies. And what I think is so weird now is that ever since COVID, going to like movies that are in the theater, it's it's changed where, like, it really doesn't take long for them after they're in the theaters for just a little bit of time for you to be able to purchase mm-hmm. the movie. Because like, it's all digital now. Yeah, it's... We were having a conversation about that because I went to go see the Barbie movie, which we can discuss... You go see it? We can discuss that in a second. But we went to go see that, and they, um, in the beginning credits, not the beginning credits, the trailers... The sound stopped and it was just the pictures and oh. everybody's like, tell the projectionist and all these things. And I was like, I don't think there's a projectionist anymore. Um, yeah, I think Because you're right. everything's literally digital. That was like one of my first jobs was working at the movie theater and you had these giant reels that you would have to literally physically like put together and then you had to have a whole separate thing for sound and those had to match up exactly and you had to like cut in the proper advertisements and So do they not do that anymore? Because no. I just assumed they did. I the guy that owns Stardust yeah. uh drive in here, he was um the boys scout leader and I had a whole conversation whole nerdy <laughs> conversation hey. with him about how the movies work now and he was like he held up his phone he was like it's right here that is so you just press play wow yeah i I had a lot of friends that worked at the movie theater and it was the place to be it was you got all kinds of free stuff there it was amazing yeah lots of popcorn and you got to see movies like before other people did which for free yes which was amazing i was working there when I'm aging myself. I don't even care at this point. I was working there when uh, Star Wars 1, 2, 3 like, oh, wow. came out. That's awesome. So when the first that Star Wars 1 came out, um, I don't know if this is a nerdy podcast. I'm sure you all yeah. are with me. 
So Lucasfilm had to come, like a representative had to come and view it in your theater to make sure that it was up to code because they had that specific sound that Dolby sound or whatever that like. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like they had to allow you like so you got like this viewing and then they had to tell you afterwards all the things that you had to fix and then they had to come to make sure so you could you were like advertising that you were going to have it but then if lucasfilm decides no no they could pull it at any time and they fine you so it was the day before there was a midnight showing and it was the day before where we had the representative that came up because we were having sound problems and um it, it we passed thankfully and it was down to the wire it was dark outside i went outside to smoke <laughs> and there was a line of people all dressed up all around the building wow. and they were like staring at me and i'm like what and they were like did you see it i'm like yes and they're like no spoilers no spoilers and i was like oh man you guys are going to love uh princess leia's death scene she does so well <laughs> and for a second they all were like what? And then they realized, oh, wait, it's a prequel. It's Terry. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that was my fun. But anyway. Oh, well, yeah, but that too. It is a prequel. It's so, a- <laughs> yeah, you know that she's not dead. Um, yeah. She wasn't even born yet so. in the first one. But Barbie movie. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Everyone needs okay. to see it. I've heard mixed reviews. So I've heard you don't either love it men. or hate it. Don't Don't listen to men. Don't listen to conservative people. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. Like, so I'm not ex- going into it at all. I'm just saying it's not what you expect it is. Okay. They don't tell you anything about it, really. So, like, you in don't the even, trailers, yeah. You mean okay? You don't even really know what to expect, but it is so deep, okay. but hilarious. I have not gone to a movie or watched a movie where I was making comments or laughing or gasping or like something through the whole thing. Oh, wow. It was so well done. Welcome to every time Chris and I are watching anything and you're sitting next to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't shut up sometimes everybody everybody was in the theater it was like this like come together moment where like they would say something and everybody would be like oh wow or a giggle or all the women would be like laughing or yeah it was it's amazing i will be watching that many times well i'm excited then Mm -hmm. because i wasn't sure whether i want i i wanted to go see it but i was very conflicted about whether i don't know just the different things i was hearing and um okay well now you've you've convinced me have you seen the little mermaid yet no <laughs> don't sign well, me have you i have is it on disney yet not for free Did, no disney doesn't have it yet cuz but i'm sure they're going to have which is really weird because you can you have to pay for it no matter what but you can get it on amazon and itunes all these different places mm. you have to pay for it, but it's not like crazy expensive. I mean, yeah. it's the normal price of a digital movie, but oh my god, it's good. So okay. we're gonna have to switch. Yeah, I'm gonna have are. to go see Barbie. You're gonna have yes. to go see The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. I um, I really liked it. I really, really, really liked it. Um, I thought it was. Re- it's long. It's my okay. only thing. So I don't know 
how like I know that it's definitely for younger kids to watch as well as adults because but I don't know if you could take a little kid there and them sit through that long. It's longer than the regular one. I realized that I was like it just it is. They've added they've added some stuff, but I love that they really did a good job of like some of the scene for scene like oh, wow. bits are just like exact. I mean, it's really cool. And there are things that I thought about from the original movie that I was like, oh, there's no way they're going to be able to do this. Like, you know, film something like that. You know, animation can do anything. You can oh, yeah. draw whatever. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's going to spoil anything. But the very, like, the big end, like, when she's huge, like Ursula, mm-hmm. you see that. Isn't that crazy? I know. And that's Melissa McCarthy, right? Yeah. Cool. Melissa McCarthy does amazing, too. Awesome. And I was very skeptical of whether she was going to do a good job. She does great. Um, The only thing I didn't like is they added a couple songs. They're not long, but I didn't like any of them. (laughs) Did not. But, hey, everything else I really did love. Mermaids are so pretty. Oh. I love their fins. So pretty. Oh. But that's like Alden watching the Hunger Game movies. So I was just told Eric that Alden like raced through the Hunger Games books. And I was like, when you finish, you know, one book, then we'll watch the movie and we can go on. But he read way too fast. Couldn't keep up. <laughs> and we watched one and a half movie. And he was mad <clears throat> through the whole he's like, Well, they left out this part and they yeah. left. And I was like, You're new here, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Because he is. He's new yeah. to the, to the like, hardcore reading. Like, he's getting through some books. But um, th- that was his first. And he, um, he was trying to get ahead of the Ballad of Snakes and whatever, the fourth book that's coming out as a movie in November. Um, <clears throat> but he was very upset. That they left out all these things. And he's like, oh, well, now they're just going to give it away like that in the beginning. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yes, that's how it happens. It does. You're growing up. Yep. That is true. Get ready for being a part of a fandom and then getting excited about something going and on TV or a movie. film adaptation and, is yeah. never what you want it to be. No. It never will be. No. But anywho... Oh my god, I can't be- I hate myself right now. I said that. I hate hearing that. I hate it when people say anywho. I can't and I just said it. I I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm You'd be ashamed. I should be. You should just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should get started on some hellbent. I uh, and um I like these chapters. I um I don't know if you remember, I was trying to put together a scene for us, mm-hmm. but it wasn't possible with the scene that I wanted to do because there were too many players. <laughs> like it just it wasn't going to work. Um what was like I mean, we can go wherever. There were only th- there were three chapters, but um there's a, I feel like quite a bit of stuff happens. Um, I'm trying to remember where exactly we ended. We ended with, oh, that's asking way too much because we have to remember what we're at least reading about. So I know that we're all hunkered down in Il Beston 
we're not supposed to be there, but we all are staying there because of the demons. Yeah, they were talking about um, taking care of the bodies and um, taking care of the crime scene and keeping Demon Darlington in check. Correct. Yes. And they're all there, except we still have not found... um, yeah, he still is not there. He's missing. He is, um, which is, I don't know. I don't know how long it's been, but. it's. I feel like it's been a long time, but I think it's only been one night. Yeah, it really, it's <laughs> not that much. But um, like to us, it's like forever. But then when you think about the storyline, it's a night. So Alex has a fun conversation with Mercy where brings up the whole team murder thing and Mm -hmm. i think that's just it's an interesting phrase and it made me think like just because you've got mercy obviously she's she hasn't killed anybody yeah um but is asking alex like hey how does that make you feel and how do you sleep at night and it's just it's i thought it was really interesting and neat to think about that because you've got someone that has killed multiple times, many times, whatever, and then you've got someone that hasn't, and just... Yeah. Those are two totally, like, completely different things, and I feel like... If I came to you and I was like, hey, so uh, we've known each other for a while. Um, I've killed many people. I've never been to prison over it, never <laughs> gotten caught, and I just keep doing it. Are you okay with that? Right. <laughs> I mean... and. In here, Mercy is just like, okay, cool. Yeah, she's glad she, at least you're on my side. Um, Does it make me a good roommate? I'm like, let's be besties and roomies and it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) I do like that Alex points out that the, what bothers her when Mercy asks her, like, how do you sleep at night? And she, like, realizes, well, I'm supposed to probably tell her, like, oh, well, I have to go and run. And, like, you know, to those are probably the nor- normal yeah. things. Like, do things to, like, help me get distracted. She, it's not the people, really, that that she's killed. It's the people that she's lost uh-huh. because of, like, that really bothers her. And... I mean, how many people has Alex killed? I don't even know. Like, I don't. I feel like it's making <laughs> it seem like a lot, but I mean, is it really that many? Like, it was I, all the people at the Ground Zero. Well, right. I just. Um, I guess that had to be a huge, massive amount. I don't think it was like a a massive amount, right? But, but I guess it was a group compared, of people compared to the fact that usually people don't murder people, and if you kill <laughs> one person, that's a big thing. So, I guess many needs to okay. Yeah. This and then, is, yeah, so it's... Mm. It's it's a lot. Um, so the next part is after... So they're, like, going to sleep. Mercy falls asleep, and then she Alex sneaks out and goes to the Dante bedroom where we get to have... I feel like this is the first time that... It's really heavy, I feel, that both of them are thinking about one another. And yeah. I feel like it's definitely, like, it's out there. It's 
for some reason, I feel like it, it's just been something that I think we've wanted as readers. You know, it would be really kind of neat for them or it's been like kind of glazed over. I feel like this chapter and the chapters we read, it's just like hard on there. Like, oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. It sure is. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he she goes up there and she talks to him and she's definitely feeling some feelings. He's all there in his... um. I feel like it's a smoke jacket, but she doesn't quite use that terminology. Yeah. She's I'm getting like a a Hugh Hefner yes. like a diet Hugh Hefner though. Not like right. full on velvet and gold, but yeah. Yeah. And they've got some interesting like so there's a there's a two different things that in their conversation that strike me as really interesting. And it's the one about they're talking about the the horns and occasional horns, <laughs> like, I didn't know that he had occasional horns. Like, he can make it happen. Okay. I guess somehow, how did I miss out that he can make that happen? I've just thought they've always been there. Maybe not. They were for, like, the whole book up until his soul came back into his body. And then he became, like, normal. But then when... Oh. Alex was attacked by her grandma. Then he was protecting her and like his horns came back out and got all like weird. And that started the discussion of like, wait, you can. Okay. So since, so since last episode, really? Yes. That, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why. Ding. Okay. That's what it is. It's not that I've read the the entire book feeling like <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what? Um, okay, so there is a part that kind of starts to confuse me. Um, there, he's reading a book. He, well, he's not reading a book. He's reading a diary, which also brings like he and he's reading his his Dante's diary, which is what's her Michelle Michelle yes Michelle's and what is they call it something. Because they don't call it diary, the days of Lethe. Um yeah. and it makes me think, since we've read all these different entries of people's days at Lethe, does if you get in Lethe, do you just have to have a diary? Why do all these people have their own like I mean, especially the old older ones, that's how they had to record things. Yeah. Well, I just I don't know. I guess every night you have to if you're in Lethe, just make sure you an hour before bedtime you need to sit down and write about your day. Dear Lethe, Dear Le- Dear- <laughs> I'm Dear sorry, Lethe. I haven't written in two days. Today has been a lot. Yeah. First, we saw some poop go down a woman's throat. Ew. It was weird. Bird poop. <laughs> really weird part. <laughs> um, so what he see- he sees something in in her diary. It's um some it's a it makes him think about the Lee Lowry. I think I'm saying that right. Lee Lowry, who uh, has he designed some kind of sculpture that happens to be in Rockefeller Center and Atlas. Yes, Atlas. And when he has Alex looking at it, they're looking at like I the spheres, and I guess somehow they're bringing together that maybe that's not maybe that's actually the celestial spheres or possibly the wheel. Yeah. It's like, um, 
So the Zodiac. Yes. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know. I just like, I feel like I'm missing, like I'm, I don't know. I wish I, under, like, I feel like there's so many different, different missing pieces right now that I'm like, I'm just, it confuses me. I know that there's, cause he even brings up the fact that when he, I guess it was um when he, I think maybe when he got eaten or when he was at, um, he refers to her wearing a crown. Mm-hmm. That confused me too. And I was like, well, wait, what are you talking about? Like, what, what crown is this? And I know I'm, it's the night at manuscript and I'm just trying to remember the night at manuscript. Is that the night that he got eaten or is that the night that they went to the Halloween party together? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know. And I, our listeners probably are like, no, exactly. And I probably should have maybe researched this so I didn't (laughs) have to ask this, but uh, it's my head. So I just am all over, but. I don't know. I just, um, there's a, there's a lot going on. Well, so for a visual, let's think about Game of Thrones, that light that had all the circles that was spinning at the beginning. Yep. That's what this looks like. Okay. So in my mind, because that's the wheel. Okay. And he explains it as heavens in their movements. So, like, as it's spinning, to me, that thing's- that's, like, because that's the portal. Okay. So, you've got, like, movement and, like, the heavens are moving around, but, like, she can control that. Oh. So, that would, that would be why she's a wheel walker. Long. Yes. Okay. And that makes, and that. Because that's a question that actually we still are left on. We, nobody does know the exact definition of wheel walker. We're still trying to trying to figure that mm-hmm. out. And um, Darlington even says like he's going to have to go beyond the Lethe Library to figure out what that means. Um, but I'm glad we're getting somewhere with it. I'm thank you for that visual. That actually <laughs> really helped. And I mean, I could be wrong, but that's what I got from that. But then when he talks about the crown. He also just says that's what he saw. He has no other explanation for it, or he doesn't have anything else to give us about it. So that's it. That's what you get. So, and then we go into the next chapter, which is when his point of view, well, not that we're going into chapter order, but we happen to be whatever. Um, And I just, it's, it's interesting to now be reading from Darlington's side because Mm -hmm. We then read how he definitely is um, feeling something for um, her. He wants. Well, again, okay, so (laughs) I mean, I think there was a little bit before all this, but like he's talking about how he's bound in service to her. And we we didn't discuss that. You're right. And he's still feeling Randy from being a demon so are these feelings like natural or is it this connection yeah i don't know well and there's sexual feelings too like so yeah and i think that's where like that's where it's very it's not abrupt it's not like because yeah we know they've had some kind of feelings but yeah they're just these chapters it's very much focused sexually and i think it's some of the lines are funny i mean like he, he's 
wants to bury his face in between your legs. Yeah. And I, I love that though. I think it's like the way it's like written. I think it's, I love that you can tell she changes her writing style, especially when you're in different people's heads, but does it really well. I think it's just like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm describing that well enough. I just love being inside Darlington's head. And I think maybe that also has to do with the fact that we've read all of Ninth House pretty much like not in his head. Well, maybe there were a couple times, but mostly there, in yeah, Alex. There were a couple times. But yeah, you have to kind of switch. Um, Back and we forth. We were in a, a woman's brain and yep. now we're in a man's brain. So, you know, it could yeah. be different. Um, so that's... um. I mean, it was short. It was a short chapter. We didn't get a ton from it. Um, It was just, you know, from his brain. But the fact that he is bound to Alex forever. He he says that. And then, like, I don't know if Alex believes him because she's questioning what Mm -hmm. that means. And making jokes of it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, And... It's just, it's, it's interesting because, I mean, she's asking about what his cuffs were, like, why, what are those there for and what are they, and she's thinking it's, he's, you're bound to hell, but he's like, no, I'm bound to the person that got me out of hell. Yeah. And pointing out to her how big of a deal it was that they stole him out of hell Mm -hmm. and that she did. Like, I mean, she, he's saying that she pretty much is like a, she's breaking all the rules. Yeah. Yeah. She's breaking all all the rules mm-hmm. and um so they then are discussing how they have to they've got to go back to hell we know we've got they got to take the demons back um they do have to find trip for that yes but darlington says that this time not all of them are going to come back they're gonna like somebody is not going to come back from hell this trip mm-hmm. and Alex is pissed kind of by it because she's like, what, you think we're just going to leave you there? Like through, we've done all this to get you out. Yeah. And we're just going to like, you know, yeah. let them take you again. And he's, he says that hell has always has a price that has to be paid or some, some yeah. way to say that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Um, and in between all this, I think this is where I wanted to do the scene, which is with Walsh Whiteley. Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. Um. <laughs> what it really kind of sounds like um, uh, you guys know by now i give everyone else weird names he's walt whitman to me hey i love it because that makes a but he's um, so funny taking like a half a step back yes i found it interesting that um darlington was in his mind with all these things happening he saw himself as the hero yeah. and he makes this realization of like i am not the hero alex is the hero and i'm just the knight yeah and it wasn't like sad but it kind of was in a way like he kind of had this like disappointment of like i've always dreamed of being that person and it turns out i'm not exactly yeah yeah he it's this and i think he's having that kind of ha- it's processing when he's noticing that all of them are working well together and like he has the moment where like if i never came back like look how strong dawes like i mean yeah. dawes is being opinionated she's talking more and like how they're all just really working well together and you know i mean i understand that 
definitely would be hard to see. I mean, if you were a part of something and seeing that, like, not that we we always affect people, but he's just like, wow. He's like, I mean, well, because when Alex came in, he had yep. to guide her on everything. Yep. Like he was like her god guide into yes. Lethe. Um, and it turns out, yeah, that she's, she is far above him. She's doing very well. Yes, and she's 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 kicking butt. <laughs> um, so, Walt he, Whitman. Walt, yes, thank you. So, he has some of the funniest lines. I burst out laughing. He's a butt. He is, but some of these lines, yes, yeah. like. When he first enters and he's like, Oculus said you you might be late. Are you in your pajamas? I picture him with the same (laughs) kind of accent, like kind of British, but not, but like the appalled. Yes, he's very just. (laughs) I'm appalled. Exactly. The words he uses, because, I mean, I've even got this in my notes, this act, actual, this line. I was hoping to find Oculus had stocked the larder. Yeah. What is larder? That was most inappropriate. <laughs> I wanted to look up what larder was, but then I was like, no, don't ruin it for myself. I really, really don't want to know what larder is. Larder. Hoping the Oculus had stocked the larder. Okay, tell me what it is. I what is it? I don't know. Oh, you don't? Oh, I thought you did. I no, I can't um, find it. How do you spell it? L-A-R-D-E-R. Yeah, larder. A room or large cupboard for storing food. Oh, so you were coming over because you're hungry. <laughs> you were <laughs> yes. hoping on. So. I was, I was a lit, I was a bit peckish. Peckish. Famished. Oh, yeah, because some of my favorite words he uses, um, tutelage. <laughs> He says that, and I, I don't know, but I, I just love that. I don't know. I don't think I've ever. I just think it's so funny. Tutelage. Um, so he comes over, Walsh Whitman, <laughs> and um, Alex and Dawes are freaking out because I mean mm-hmm. they, even though Darlington's not there, he's probably he can pop in at any minute, and he does. And he's asking. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. How did this happen? And they're like, oh, we we asked so-and-so, and it all worked out. It's fine. And then it wasn't until he was leaving. He was like, yes. you know what? That person's not around. So how did that happen? It's very... And everybody's like, eh, <laughs> it's It's weird. And it's especially... The, so Darlington is the one that kind of helps them cover. Mm-hmm. Um, and he throws out this line. I couldn't... It's just, I had just slipped into a pocket dimension. Yeah. Dante and Oculus were kind enough to petition Heyman Perez to attempt a retrieval spell on my behalf. And so, but yeah, you're at the end, like when he's actually leaving is, I've even got this part too. I thought this is because I thought it was kind of funny. He, um. He mentions how Mr. Perez has been searching for lost Nazi bunkers in the Antarctic for yeah. the better part of a year, um, a pointless endeavor. Um, and he supposes that. Uh, wait, I'm trying to look and see what the best part is. He's been he's been quite, he's quite unreachable. unreachable. Yeah, he's been quite unreachable. And Alex is like, has he? I guess we got lucky. Lucky us. Oh. We picked up the phone. And he's 
And his response is, very. Lethe sees me as a nuisance and a pedant. It has ever been so, but I hold the ninth house to a higher standard than those who make a pretense of governing it. I believe in the institution that Lethe might be that it should be. We are the shepherds. There are places we were never meant to trespass, no matter that we may have the means. Be careful out there, Miss Stern. So that leaves you wondering, like, I mean, is he like, I mean, like, I don't know. Is he actually trying to point out something? Is he not? Because it's just the way the wording is. It seems so unclear. And I just like, I could see it totally being... Hey, who would maybe he's not Walsh Whitman. <laughs> maybe he is like I think it w- that was a warning. That was a Okay. Not necess- not necessarily like a threatening warning, but it was like a I'm catching on Something's and going I on. know things were awry and you guys are making a mockery of this and I believe it should be set to this standard. Um, okay. So I think it was that was just a the be careful out there, Mister, and was basically like, I got eyes on you. Right, I'm not as clueless as you think I am. Yeah, hmm. I like that. I'm not as think as you clueless I am. Yeah, and he he likes to hum random music that they didn't point out what it was or anything, but he he hums coming in and hums going out or whistles one of those things I'd noticed for some reason. I know I'm obsessed with this Walsh Whitman. It's weird. It happens. It does. (laughs) So I think the rest of, like, I mean. ATN. Yeah, Aton, exactly. (laughs) I only know that because I'm a Jew. Uh, And I knew it, too. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Hey, it's okay. (sighs) Aton. So Alex gets a plan together without telling any of us. It's pretty gutsy. Because we, but we don't know what this plan is. I don't. But like for her to call Aton and be like, look, MFR. Yeah. I work I, for Linus now. So you can take your trashy butt and yeah. go away. <laughs> exactly. And, and before that, she calls her mom and says, I'm coming to visit. And it's just like, and then calls Aton, says that, hangs up on him is the other the, thing. Gall. Like, what does she have planned? And then she kind of talks to Turner about it and asks if, like, Turner will have her back. And, like, he's like, yeah, kind of, whatever. But, oh, my gosh, I don't know what she has planned. I really have no classic, clue. Classic. Classically, though. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely classically where there is something that is, like, taking us to the crescendo of this story. Yep. And only the main character knows what's happening. And I have no clue. I've read this book before. <laughs> have no clue. Not a single idea. You do, don't you? I actually do not. Oh, my God. Surprisingly. Well, yeah, I can't remember. I have no clue. And I'm and stopping at this point was hard. Um, I do love at the end of this chapter, we did get like a little bit of the phantom ship. Um, just a little bit of it. We're going on a wolf run. Oh, yeah, that too. We are. Um, And then this actually caught my attention this time. There's, besides the phantom ship entry, we also have a Lethe Day's diary of Rudolph Kitcher. 
and it caught my attention because I just he we've read some of his before and I really I want to put that together because I believe Kitcher it was Kitcher's demonology he so that's it's his lethe days and he's talking about it's oh well I'll just read it because it's my last entry as Virgil I thought I would never wish to leave this office but instead I find myself counting the days until I can close the door of Il Baston behind me and never darken this doorstep of this house again I leave with my fortune secured but I know I will see hell again how nones would laugh at me if he knew the extent of our folly, how he would weep if he knew the extent of our crimes. But why do I write? I will hide this book and in our I will hide this book and in it our sins. I wish only that I believed in God so that I might beg for his mercy. So <laughs> what's he done? I think that's the we've read his stuff before yeah. and I believe, like, like I mean, definitely gone to hell. And, I mean, I don't know. It's just definitely creating more questions. And this is the first time I've actually, like, really caught on to that part. So I know that there's something that I've that we've read before that has a lot of information. But I'll, have, I'll, I'll see if I can remember to look it up. And maybe next time I'll be able to tell us. Maybe. <laughs> we'll see. So... Was there anything else that you, that you really wanted to talk about out of our three chapters? I think we hit on all of the big things. Yeah. We kind of end the chapters, this reading section, with like Alex um, thinking about what it means for Darlington to be serving her. Right. Until the end of time. Yeah. Um, which is pretty deep. I, I mean... It's a lot. Exactly. I mean, because she, we got wheel walkers, it could possibly live forever if you mm-hmm. wanted to. So, I mean, we don't know what her future holds. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. She, she could turn into an evil soul eater. She could. Like Miss whatever her name was. Yeah. But all in all, I think definitely a a good couple chapters that definitely have set us up for the last six mm-hmm. so i'm ready for it speaking of the last six mm. yes we have two episodes left Ooh. before the end of hellbent Ooh, hold on tight i'm excited um so um we will not be recording next week um <laughs> and <laughs> it's that time of year y'all it is so I'm just going to we didn't discuss this unfortunately beforehand but I'm just going to hope that we can all be here that following week. So the next time we're here, the next time we are here, <laughs> we will be covering chapters 42 through 44 and I almost just ran into my mic. Oh. I know. But um yes. So we will not be here next week, but we do plan on being here the following week. Check out and see if we're, if we're here. <laughs> We love you all. Thank you so much for bearing with us, um, especially with this crazy time of year and our schedules. But um, anyways, we, yeah, we love you all. You all be good and we will see you all next time. Long live the Grishaverse. Like we're at the end of the hour, so my voice is a little husky. It was. No No mourners. No funerals. 
This has been GrishaCast. Connect with us on the web at GrishaCast.com. Send an email to info at GrishaCast.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at GrishaCast. Thank you to our amazing staff, Chris, Michelle, Alex, and Brenda.